screen. Yo, 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 skirt back. How are we doing on this fine victory Monday? We're, dude, we're flying high, as the Eagles would say right now, bro. Like, I'm hyped about last night, yesterday's game. Um, also, we made the return to Zoom for this episode, so yeah. we're not going to have no fuck-ups. We're Hopefully. excited about that. Um, I'm for sure feeling a little more like I feel a little more lively. Right? Like yeah, being dude, on Zoom, yeah. like I feel like it's we're not gonna fuck up this time. I know, bro. And it's I, I don't know what it was, but Riverside, like the past three or four weeks of it fucking us up, has brought morale low. So but low. Now dude, I'm, I'm fucking giddy today, bro. I'm yeah. excited. We didn't even get to put last week's episode out. I'm I'm about to put it out, right? Like after we record, like I get the whole thing set up. I I get it like exported into an audio file i wrote a whole description for it i had it uploaded and i'm just like all right let me listen to this and i'm listening and i'm listening i'm like all right like it doesn't sound great but like it's kind of like same old same old and then i get like past the two minute mark and i'm like wow this thing is royally fucking us up i'm like (laughs) eight they got my audio eight seconds delayed behind johnny it doesn't make any fucking sense we're two different conversations are simultaneously going on you're literally having an aneurysm trying to listen to this fucking thing you're like it's impossible to follow conversation so yeah that was fucking devastating didn't put out last week's you're not getting it either uh, fuck you guys I remember you texted me. You're like, yo, just go listen to the first like four minutes of the audio we just recorded. And it was like 1130 at night. I was like, oh, I'll do it in the morning. Got in my car and like listened to it. Or no, no, I listened to it on uh, the Riverside thing. Oh, yeah. And it yeah. was just like, like right before I went to work. And I was just like, oh, dude, this just you can't even understand the words no. because everything was so like I would start talking and then get three words in and then you would start talking and then you just. But I was eight. responding to the last thing that you said five yeah. seconds before you started talking. And it's like, holy <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah. yeah so uh, we broke up with Riverside officially. Well, not really. We're, yeah. <laughs> Riverside is our side piece. So we're still using the soundboard. Yeah. I mean, we paid for a year, so might as well use it for a year. Right. If we can, unless we find something new that we like. But I mean whatever eventually also, we'll get the eventually we'll get to the point where we just record like actual um like audio into our mics and then just like have an editor edit themselves so we won't have to worry about all this shit but like what if we had like then, our own little mm, mini jamie that would be dope yo, i just yo, wish jamie. that we had like a better system right like if we had like i don't know what the best system is for us to record our audio and our voice and have a soundboard. Well, the, well, it would be I, the I only like, way to have it perfect is if you and I were in the same room together and we could just record on mics, but like, obviously that right, can't man. happen. So yeah. Yo, yeah I'm, yeah. I'm finna be sauced on this episode, by the way. That let's get it, baby. Um, but, uh, what'd you get into this I weekend? S- I know what you did, but I'm excited to hear the one, um, the one day. So for starters, um, the beer I'm starting with today is a double IPA. We don't always drink on the podcast, but today Johnny was like, I'm drinking. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to drink too. So I'm starting with a double IPA from Crooked Hammock Brewery. It's called Party in the Back. Ooh, it's literally can. a mullet, on, bro. <laughs> double IPA. I, I honestly, I was pretty fucked up. I bought these and I bought another four pack from this place and I didn't remember either of them were. So when Cassandra was here, I was like, oh, I'm going to have one of these. Like, we'll, we'll each have one for the birds game she came through. And the one that we were drinking was a golden stout. And at first we both were like, this is like kind of not that great. But like the more that I drank it, I actually kind of loved it, dude. It was like, you know how stout, it was like a coffee stout, right? But it was like vanilla yeah. coffee. So it was like, it was, it had like a hint of coffee, but it wasn't like super dark. It was like lighter. Um, It was, it was actually kind of good. Um, It grew on me a lot, but definitely a little bit heavier. It's a stout. This one here, we got a double IPA, a little deeper. Give us a quick, quick, instant, instant thought review. Oh, delicious. Yeah. Wow. What's it taste like? Like fruity. 
Oh, I love me a good fruity beer. Um, I'm gonna have to get look more into this, dude. Eight point one percent. Oh wait, wonderful fruitfulness is complemented by floral, earthy undertones. Ditch the suit and tie and lay back with this backyard-inspired double IPA. Bro, I feel like earthly undertones is like the fucking slogan for IPAs. Yes. Like every time you every time you look up, that's like what the hops are. Of a beer, they yeah. taste like earthy. Yeah, but they're always just like, like deeply earthy or like you know smooth undertones. Like just be like, you can't just be like it tastes like raspberries and dirt. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's never tastes like dirt, but it always yeah. does taste a little bit like dirt. Yeah. Um. All right. So this weekend, what we got into? Um. Thursday night, went to the Plugs house. Um, he got us some cheesesteaks from D'Alessandro's, one of the most famous cheesesteak places in Philly, one of the most popping ones. They were so good. Um, cheesesteak with onions, with cheese, ketchup mayo. That's the way to do it. Oh, um, man, that sounds banging. I didn't know that the ketchup mayo was a thing until recently, but I'm glad I tried it. It was amazing. Um, and there was like a little something extra in there that made it good, like a little something. something like it was like a sriracha ketchup or like maybe like some kind of like off Ooh. kind of ketchup. It was bomb, though. Um, whatever. Get there. Rip a dab. Watch the Thursday night game. Half of it. We picked up um, when we leave. We picked up shroom hot chocolates and uh, and an ounce of weed. And um, shroom hot chocolates. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So then that was Thursday, Friday. We work all day. Um, we go and we do our thing like. My dog brings that. My mom brings her the dog down, Daphne, because they're going away. We're watching Daphne. And um, so we're just chilling that night, like just relaxing. And it's been a long month since we moved in, bro. Like the first week after we moved in, we had a wedding. We had people over um, the next day. And then we were in Rolling Loud the following weekend. And then we were in Delaware the following weekend. And then we were in Myrtle the following weekend. Right. This was like our first weekend to chill. So we yeah. just like sat around. Uh, we had got pizza and wings. Um, from some fried Oreos. We watched uh, the Santa Claus two and the Santa Claus three and drank the shroom hot chocolate. And honestly didn't do anything. Didn't do anything to either of us. Um, which was just disappointing. So There's two grams of shrooms in each. Um, thought it would have done something, but both of us were like, nah, not, a, not. A right. Well, that's thing. what they, that's what they say. Like to microdose it for like, when you're using it, like medicinally, yeah. that's, that's how much they're supposed to take. So you don't really ever, like, I feel like that much isn't going to get you to the point where you feel like you're tripping. It just, but like, I feel like if, if you take an eighth, I've heard that'll make you trip. So I figured two grams should. Yeah. I guess it also depends on like body tolerance and stuff. Right. And like, I mean, I've done shrooms once before. Um, I did bad acid once that I didn't trip on. That's it. Lex has never done psychedelics. So, like, it's not like we have like tolerance built up or anything. But right. so that was a little disappointing. But whatever. I mean, it was still a great night. Um, Santa Claus two classic Santa Claus three, a little bit less classic. Like you could tell that's the way it works with those, like those kind of movies where they do like a two and a three. And then if they go further than that, it's like, they start to run out of ideas. Like, I don't know. I didn't love, don't love Santa Claus three, but Santa Claus two, fuck, fuck. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday woke up. Don't even remember what we did in the morning, but I uh, went to the union game. Union played New York Red Bull at 2.30. We went there in the afternoon, got a good buzz on. So my boy Owen came. He bought $200 tickets. So there's like at the stadium, there's like a, uh, the first border around the field. And then there's one row of like bougie ass seats, like hella cushions, like VIP seating. Basically, there's one row of it. And then there's like another like barrier. And then the stand start. He bought one of those tickets. Ooh. In like that one, that singular, singular row. Cause he was like, so me, Cassandra, Lex and wig all had tickets. 
And he was like, I want to go. And I was like, dude, if you just like get a good little buzz on with us before the game, go. The energy is going to be amazing. You're going to watch a good soccer game. Like, it's just going to be a good vibe. And what a fucking game you picked, too. Like, yeah. And then he's like, he was like, fuck it. I didn't want to sit with random people. So I figured I would just sit by myself in this one row and ball out. All right. So <laughs> Wig, so Wig, like a month ago, was telling me he was debating between getting New York Red Bull or Philly Union season tickets. Hasn't ever been to a game. Or he said he went to like Red Bull game like mad long ago. Um, and we went to like a, a Metro Stars game, which, yeah, Metro Stars. Yeah, not even yeah, around anymore. Yeah. Um, and so he's where we get there, he's like, yeah, I'm thinking like New York Red Bull, blah, blah, blah. And his thought process was like the financial side of it and like the Red Bull having such a good like history, like Red Bull Salt. Kind of like an MLS Red Bull reputation too. Right. Yeah. And they've had yeah. Arsenal legends. He's an Arsenal fan. So he's like, they've had some of my favorite Arsenal players come back and play for him. I'm like, yeah, but union's really nice. And our, the union uh, youth Academy is like so good. So like the homegrowns are so good. And if that's your system, the talent's always going to be there. Right. Um, we literally get one half into the soccer game and I'm like, all right, I'm going to rock a piss, go grab beers. And Wig's like, all right, I'm going to go buy season tickets. Can you get me some nugs? one half of mls soccer and he went completely from all right i'm buying new york red bull season tickets so i'm buying philly union season tickets after one half of soccer welcome to the club brother um but yeah the game was awesome dude goes into over extra time it's golden goal but it goes into the 123rd minute like extra time ends at 120 there were literally plus three minutes it was like like, the last kick of the game yeah it was like 123 123 and some change like 20 seconds after that and center back Jacob Glesnes has the ball come bounce out to him. He fucking takes a rip, puts it in the back of the net from like 25 yards out. Dude, the place yeah, went dude. crazy, bro. Crazy. It was awesome. It was so much fun. Was that? Um, would you say that's like top five best um, like sporting moments you've seen live? Like, yeah, I seen that Bryce Harper walk off, and I was real close when that happened. That was awesome. Grand Slam. Yeah, but this was a playoff game, so that makes it a little bit different. Right. Um. It's up there though. Like it's. I mean, this best. was essentially a walk off too. It was so, a walk like, off. Yeah. yeah, game ended. Like that's, oh yeah, that was it. Golden gold. Golden yeah, gold. that was it. Game ended, and it was an absolute banger. Um, it was awesome. Couldn't have asked for a better day. Came home and oh, Trevor came through. Um, he got me stupid high and waxed my ass in FIFA and then went back home. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds like Trevor. <laughs> yeah. Um. He had like half of a glass blunt and we smoked that. And then he was, then we chilled. And then um, I was like, all right, let's smoke the other glass blunt that you have. And he was like, I don't think you can handle that. And I was like, let's do it anyway. So we smoked that. <laughs> and then afterwards, like we hung out for a little bit and then we hit the bong and then we played FIFA and I got shitted on. Um, I didn't, I was asleep before he even texted me that he got home. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't say up. Um and then Sunday, we uh, woke up. We did some Christmas shopping in the morning. Um, came home, decorated the house, um, watched some birds get a dub, watched a little red zone, chilled, chilled. Hell Went yeah, to bed, dude. had an early night. It was like sleeping before 1030. Dude, for a weekend that where you guys are just like, all right, our first weekend to chill, like that sounds pretty fucking awesome. Like, yeah. Like, imagine like, all right, like got really no plans. Oh. Philly Union playoff game, and it turns out to be like the great one of your, the greatest sports experiences ever. Yeah, I saw the video of like the from the stands of like that goal, and then I saw the angle of him like behind the ball, and I was like, "Holy shit!" This was the game Kenny was at, and then yeah, I remember because yeah. you had called me after the game, like in the parking lot. Do you remember that? You called yeah, me. yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then I got on Twitter the next morning, 
and I saw the actual goal and I was just like, holy shit, like that yeah. was crazy. Dude. Yeah. So um, before we even got home from that game, we bought tickets for next week. Um, they play the winner of Nashville and Orlando City, who play tomorrow night. They, play, they get the winner of that next Sunday. Game's at 5.30, which is kind of a bummer. They, there's a 3 o'clock and a 5.30 o'clock playoff game, and I wish they had the 3 o'clock. 5.30 o'clock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they have the 5.30 o'clock game, so, like, I could watch the whole Birds game and then bounce. Um, yeah. So that's kind of nice. But it is a little late, and it's going to be chilly as fuck. Um, but Whatever. We're in the same section, um, like the way the seat, the way the seating works. That's like the last section at that price level that's closest to the midfield before you have to jump up to more expensive tickets. But yeah. we've got bumped up from lit this time. We sat in row T. Now we're going to be in row L, so we're like five or six rows closer, maybe even more than that. Oh, L M N O P Q R S T. Oh, like we're like nine rows closer, eight or nine. Do rows. Uh, do you know who we're playing yet? No, nah, the winner of Nashville and Orlando City. Oh, okay. They play tomorrow. Orlando um, City's kind of nice. They haven't yeah, been around. Yeah, but too they're long, they're the they're six seed. Nice. Um, Nashville is a three seed. We're two. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I don't know. I th- dude, we got a good team, so I think we we can make a run in this thing. No matter what, no matter who we're playing, we can win on any on any day. I feel like the MLS playoffs in general are like that too. Like you never, there's yeah, never you like never know. Super and, heavy favorite, and like that's how sports are, dude. A lot of it is like momentum and like right. just who's hot, like. A lot. A lot more than I think people think or imagine is momentum in sports, dude. It's crazy. Uh-huh. And that's why I think it's so important to do, like, series, like, in baseball, basketball, hockey, because, yeah, you can get momentum and you can, like, get momentum, like, through series. Like, winning series together gives you some momentum. But it's, like, way different than in, like, the NFL. If the birds get hot in 2018 going into playoffs, maybe they go and win the whole fucking Super Bowl. I don't know. It's just a thought. You know right. what I mean? And, like, in football like that, you have to, like, win out in the playoffs. And baseball and, you know, other stuff like that, you can lose a game and be like, all right, like, yeah. how do we make yeah. adjustments now? And So I think if you were to look at it like, oh, like, which one is, like, harder? Is it harder to win a World Series or is it harder to win, um, you know, a Super Bowl? If you were to say just, you know, let's say football and baseball are equally as difficult, right? Right. Um, and just be like, you know, the the series playoffs versus non-series. And it's like, okay, you know, you have the the thing in, you know, you can't maybe you can't just ride a hot streak if you're in the MLB to a World Series where you can ride a hot streak to a Super Bowl. A Super Bowl. But you can't lose once in the playoffs for a Super Bowl. Right. You can lose. You can't lose a lot, but you can lose a couple of games. You can have. You can have a bad day. Yeah, but you can't and have a bad day in the NFL. That's true, dude. Yeah, because, yeah. When you, it's so wild because when you think about it, you have like that where you have one game, win or die, win or go home, and then in the series, like it also shows the aspect of the team that's playing in the series, like how good they are, at, like making adjustments and stuff like yeah. that. Like I get yeah. in football. I get in football. You have to make like in-game adjustments, but you don't get a second look at your opponent. Like you have to right, win that right, first right. game. Unless you've already played them in the season. Yeah. Other than that, dude, the teams are so different. Like, they injuries happen and, like, players break out and and game plans evolve. Yeah, your game plans might be different in the playoffs when you know you're going to be playing, like, 100% of the snaps at 100% of the speed. Where in a regular season game, you might have, like, James Robinson wouldn't usually take this handoff or be in this amount of snaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's probably like the worst example you could use. Cause yeah, because the Jags are never going to be in the playoff. That too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so that's yeah, that's my Sunday. What you what you get into this weekend? 
Um, so Friday I went to Mags uh, at night after work and she was out getting drinks with her friends. So I just like picked her up from the bar and then we went home and literally just stayed in and hung out for the night. Mm-hmm. Watch, dude, I've been on a crazy binge of Peaky Blinders. Have you ever watched that show on Netflix? No, nah, I've watched like one episode, but I've never had the time to like fully get into it. And it's oh, not next dude. on my list because new season of Secession just came out and I fucking love that show. Yeah, so, your, your, your list is pretty long, too. Yeah, it is. So step one of Secession is rewatch seasons one and two with Lex. Yeah. Step two is then watch season three with Lex. Because I want her to get in on it. That show slaps. Yeah, dude. That's how, well, when Waldo was here for, like, the few days after you guys left, him and I would just watch Peaky Blinders. We're just like, yeah, we've never seen this. Always wanted to and just started it up. From the first episode, bro, we were hooked. Mm-hmm. So I got, there's five seasons out now. I started last week, and I'm on season three, episode two right now. Damn. Um, but there's only like eight episodes in a season, but they're all okay. an hour long. Right. Um, but dude, we just I binged the shit out of that Friday night into Saturday. And then Saturday we just went like did some shopping, got some uh I know she wanted to get some holiday shopping done, and I was looking for stuff for holidays and such. But we went to the store. Have you ever been to five below? Yeah, of course. Dude, I this is the first time I've ever been in one, like not not like probably in like the past five or six years like i've only been been like yeah and so we went in and we're just walking around dude there was so much entertaining shit like i got this shirt in there for five bucks it's like a spider-man comic book shirt oh yeah dude five bucks bucks. yeah why would i not buy it i also got a uh mtv music show like an old school like throwback t-shirt that's kind of like tan and they had like a toy section a whole candy section bro i was like a little ass kid in there did you get Um, your white elephant gift out of there no, I was thinking about it, but I was going to say, I kind of want to get something nicer for that. Okay. That's that's what I was thinking. I'll probably go Black Friday shopping. Um, okay. And, and probably get mine. I got, my me and Lex actually both got ours. Well, she got half of hers and I got mine when we went shopping Sunday morning. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I like uh, yeah, my I, gift a lot. Yeah, I'm, I want to find something. Also, there wasn't like a, we went to the mall. There wasn't like any stores that I really wanted to go into, but there was like Dick's and, you know, H&M and shit like that. Yeah, but, we hopped in the mall too for candles, bro. We got so many candles. Dude, Bed, Bed Bath and, or Bed Bath and Body Works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bath yeah, and Body Works. Bro. Not yeah, Bed Bath and Beyond. Bath, Bath and Body Works. I always get those two. They were up. doing um six bucks for candles. Did you they see were the doing soaps, six bucks bro? for little candles. And we got fucking, we spent $114 in there on a shit ton of stuff savings like when you look at the receipt savings from their regular price 127 dollars. we saved more than we spent yeah bro they'd be they'd be having some crazy deals like yeah. for no reason dude we went in there on saturday and they had those the hand soaps like the you know the one i have like i had by my sink mm-hmm. they had those for 295 bro maggie got like, like 11 of them or something like yeah. that and she spent yeah. like i think she got seven of them and she spent like 20 bucks and then on her thing it said she saved like almost $60 or something. Yeah. Like that. I think the candles that we got that are six bucks, Lex says that they're normally 14. I was like, all right. And then she's like, they almost never do these sales. So we're like leaving. And she's like, I really like this one candle, but like, do I get more? And she like already had two in the bag. And I was like, yeah. And I just grabbed two more and put them in the bag. I was like, they're, <laughs> they're having the sale now and they're, they're not going to go bad. Right. Yeah. You're right. My mom has just like a crazy stash of candles. Every time I go home, she's like, do you want any of these candles? And she gives me like two or three of them. I fucking love candles, dude. I got one burning right now. It's uh, I fuck with like cinnamon candy. cider or some shit like that. I got. We're in um, Bath and Body Works and we're looking at them, and it's. 
I got this one. And I'm like, check this one out. She's like, oh, I don't really like that one. It smells like masculine. Like, and I was like, yeah, I'll fuck with it. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna put this one in the office. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, so we did that, dude. And then Saturday night, we uh there's this place like in downtown Wilmington that is like New York style pizza. So mm-hmm. we were just gonna go and get a massive pizza and then go back and watch a movie and hang out. Um, what did we end up? Oh, dude, have you seen Joe Rogan stand up on Netflix? Probably. I've seen some of them. Bro, I watched one. I I've only seen one of his. Apparently, he has two. Um, I watched one of them. It was like from when like the 2016 election times. It was fu- dude. It had me dying laughing, bro. He was talking about like people that make edibles and how like it's usually just some guy who's like has a gray ponytail wearing like a tie dye shirt. And he like, can't remember if he already put weed in the edibles. And he's like, dude, you eat like a little piece of these edibles. And they're like, they'll put you on another planet, bro. It's like, imagine going from like smoking, like regular bud weed in the 1970s to having like a dab brownie. (laughs) Oh my God, dude. Dude. Could you imagine if you just went back in time to like the seventies and gave someone one of these like brownies or like super potent edibles they have nowadays, like, it's a different hands. experience, bro. Yeah, it's not even See, being, you in another like, dimension. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, dude, his stand-up had me dying laughing. And I was like, shit, I gotta tell Kenny about this on the pod. Um, and then Sunday morning, bro, we went to this place called Brunches, and oh, it's yeah. exactly what it sounds like. Dude, I got this coffee Bailey's drink. It was like probably like that tall. It had coffee, Bailey's, some Java thing in it, a little bit of like chocolate syrup with whipped cream and sprinkles and a little swirly fucking uh straw straw yeah and bro if this thing wasn't 12 dollars a drink i would have sat there all day and just drank like 15 of them dude yeah i would have been my heart would have been because of all yeah. the coffee but it would have been well worth it bro i got that and i got reese's peanut butter cup french toast Ooh, fire me up dude yeah that sounds it good. was it was diabetes in a meal, but uh, I enjoyed myself. That's pretty much all your meals, though, bro. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten better, but that was super diabetes. That was, like, first of all, probably, like, 2,000 calories and then 600 Turn grams of sugar. That's how I felt when you said fire me up. Fire me up. Turn it up. Um, But, dude, we just sat at the bar from, like, 11 o'clock to almost 1230, and I just, like, watched the pre-NFL show and – Got a little buzz and filled my tummy with some French toast. And uh, we just went home and had a lazy Sunday on the couch, eating nachos and watching football. Birds fucking fired me up. We had a tight – We had, you and I had an absolute shootout of a fantasy game. Yeah, we'll week. get so into that, it. That had me sweating all day. But uh, other than that, it was pretty, pretty much just fucking chilling all weekend. We didn't go chilling, to no chilling, playoff chilling, MLS man. game and go crazy or anything, but – yeah, I was going to say, I actually started my Saturday with – no, I didn't start. I probably didn't really get out of bed and get moving until like 10 or 11, but I had a coffee with coffee liqueur that was 30% alcohol. Dude, and it was like the perfect mixture. Like you could, I could almost taste like the, ooh, there's liquor in here, but it wasn't too strong. But um, where you had to like set it down and be like, all right, I need like a seven-second break. You can like – Yeah, I could just drink it like – I would just drink it like I'm drinking coffee. You know what I right. mean? Right. Like, I'm not going to slug it because it's hot, but I can just drink it at, like, a normal pace. And, like, I'm not, like, taking a sip, like, <coughs> like yeah. fucking choking on it because there's too much liquor in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was it was dope. I just dumped, like, two shots in. It was good. Um, but getting into the doc here, we got some philosophical high guy thoughts. So today, this kid that I work with, we were talking about – he was talking about going to Denver 
he's going out there on like a ski trip in our between New Year's and or Christmas and New Year's before we start work. His flight home yeah. is Sunday the second, and we have to work on the third on Monday. Um, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, like I'm just like kind of worried about like getting um." like getting stuck out there and having the works. So I'm going to bring my laptop. And I was like, yeah, dude, like that's not ideal, but like, it's not the end of the world either. So you'll be, you'll be fine. Like if you have to start busy season in an airport or something like that. Yeah. And he was like, damn dude. He was like, I wish I had that kind of optimism. And I was like, yeah, well, my optimism is like everything. Like asking you, bro, how, what's my luck? Like, do I have good luck? No. No, I have bad luck. I get no, fucked over left and right. If like if something <laughs> could go wrong, it goes wrong. And like that, like I'm so hesitant to do things like buying this house. Is, like I'm so hesitant because it's like most things that I do go wrong, right? So right. like that's why like I'm I'm very hesitant like making like risky decisions. But at the same time, I'm like whatever, dude. Whatever happens, I'll be able to handle it. You know what I mean? Like whatever yeah. happens, like I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I'm gonna like, get my shit done. Like I'm gonna, like I'll be I'll be fine. So I'm not really too worried. And he's like damn dude like i wish i had that kind of optimism he was like i'm just like scared that like bad things are going to happen to me so i'm optimistic and i think that they won't and i tell myself <laughs> he's like i tell myself that those things can't happen to me and i'm just like okay. can he said this is literally how i stay sane like yeah <laughs> but yeah, like, no, i feel that dude i'm like dude you can't just live your whole life thinking that like inconveniences and like you know unfortunate events aren't going to happen to you you just have to live right. your life with the with the confidence that hey, whatever does happen to me, I'll be good. Well, dude, just see, this is my thing. So this is how I think about it. Like, obviously, there are good and bad things that happen to everybody, right? Like, you you can't escape those two things happening to you in your life. Like, you know what they one say though. Gonna, what? Without bad things, there's no good thing. Right. Otherwise, everything but, is just a thing, and there's no good or bad. Right. It's just things. They're just things and it's either you're going to get a good thing or a bad thing. Right. So there's no like you can't live your life being like, oh, if anything bad happens to me, like there's going to be bad moments in your life and bad things that do happen to you. So if you like recognize that and then say to yourself, like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. This is just how life is and like how nature works. Then why yeah, am I stressing true. over it? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's, that's how true. I think about it. I was like, why am I stressing about it? If like there's no like I can't there's nothing I can do in this world to make it so that nothing bad ever happens to me. Like you have Correct. no control of that. Correct. Right. So why am I going to worry about what if this happens or what if this happens? Like they're going to happen. Like eventually it's about how you like attack it and kind of just like deal with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, so like, there's no reason to stress, bro. That's, that's nah, the whole, why are we, why are we stressing? But at All the right. same time, you know, I like to be able to see, okay, where am I a little, where do I have more risk for bad things to happen to me? Like, you know, unfortunate events that happen to me even if it's just like minor inconveniences right like if right. i was to go to denver and then i had to work but then i you know busy season starts and i'm in an airport whatever just bring your laptop and a charger and like you're fine what right. is your what like what, what's the word like you're working from home anyway bro <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah you're gonna be um, in an airport like that's probably the best way to kill time in an airport yeah you're yeah. getting you're getting paid to just like do what you're supposed to do instead of just sitting there bored out of your mind Whatever. Everybody's on their own wave navigating this life differently, so I'll just let them let them float on. Yeah, you're not wrong. All right, float on. We all. I'll drink. I'll drink to that. All right, all ready to show go song. Um, love me some Lupe. Random shit, bro. So we're getting. I'm bring. I'm. We're talking about Seth Rogen again. 
because I want to talk about yeah. him last week. We couldn't <laughs> fucking post a podcast. Seth Rogen's a man. So yeah. uh, last week I was talking to Johnny about, you know, the evolution of Seth Rogen. And it's like we we got introduced as, to Seth Rogen as like a funny ass character in comedy movies. Everything he did, classic. Like he's just a funny ass dude that was in all the movies, like always making you laugh. And right. then he disappeared for Mad Long. And then he comes back and he's like, what's up? Um, I started a joint paper company and like I started pottery and like now you buy my ashtrays and cups. And that's how he came back. I was like rebranded himself as just a high guy doing pottery. Um, yeah, dude. He's just like, I'm just going to start like making shit with my hands and selling it. So now he's he got these fire flames rolling trades that he's got out they come with like a built-in grinder that's one of the coolest grinders i've ever seen except it's got no bottom so like you have to use it with the rolling tray um but it's dope it looks awesome it's probably gonna sell for like 750 bucks if not a thousand um but also like he's involved with like this alzheimer's um research group and if you donate to them they give you a bunch of like benefits to help help you kind of like strengthen your mind and, you know, start good habits for your brain. Um, and, you know, he was selling these vases and all the proceeds were going to this nonprofit organization. His vases were selling for 10 grand, bro. And he's just giving it all to charity. Um, just cause he can, cause he's Seth Rogen. Yeah. And he, he just, you know, went from old knucklehead on TV, making us laugh to this guy, you know, selling us dope shit for our houses and for our weed collections and giving it all to charity to help your brain. And I'm sure he's still going to be doing the making us laugh on TV. Yeah, for sure. Like that's his thing. Um, Seth Rogen, long story short, big time. The man, you are the man. I'd um, love to have you on. Oh yeah. Dude, join the <laughs> show, Seth. Or would Come you on, like to be called Mr. Rogan? We can do that. <laughs> um, in the in the M- MLB, nice nicely done, Kenny. In the MLB, we have Bryce Harper wins your NL MVP and Shohei Otani wins your AL MVP. I'm glad that Bryce got it. Also, the other two guys that were nominees were bums. They weren't even nice with it. Dude, your uh, Phillies are an NL Cy Young runner up and an NL MVP caliber team. Like, does it? I, I'm just saying, like, to have those, like, types of players on your teams, like, where are you, like, mind-wise as the Phillies, like, playoff hopes? Um, Until we can fill out the rest of our bullpen, not very like, high that, on anything. Is that, is that like, your, your biggest concern right now in Phillies land? Is it the bullpen? Yeah, dude, it's the depth. It's, you know, it's our relief pitchers are bad, dude. And, like – so if you if you stocked up your bullpen this offseason, like how confident are you in the Phillies like making a playoff push and winning a World Series? Um I mean, I think we make the playoffs, right? It's tough. It's tough to get out of our division. It's tough to yeah. get out of your division too. Yeah. But like the Braves are a good squad. They just fucked around and won the World Series. The Nats aren't as are good re- as they the were. The Nats are rebuilding. They're not going to be they, that great. But they do have good pieces and they're going to win some games against you. Yeah, they're not the, the Mets, Orioles, but they're the also Mets not are the like Mets, the Red and Sox. like they're gonna self implode, and they're not gonna win shit. But they're gonna beat the Phillies. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna win yeah. some games. The Marlins are young and look fucking amazing. Yeah. So it, it's tough, and then you have right, you have like Dodgers, Giants, Brewers, Cardinals, Cubs. Those are all teams that you're gonna be fighting out for a wild card spot with because only two of them can win their division. Right. So I I think it's tough, but I, I mean I. 
it's a long season. You can't like predict injuries and shit like that. You can never know what's going to happen in a season and like what's going to, you know, make it derailed or make it, you know, extremely flourishing. But I think that baseball, baby, I think that we have the pieces and like, I think we need to figure out our third base a little bit. Alec Bohm's defense needs to, I like him on offense, but defensively he needs to get his shit together. And I would like to get a stud, another stud outfielder, or at least another like hot, like elite near all-star level outfielder. Yeah. Kutch and Bryce are uh, two, two decent pieces to build that on. Yeah, for sure. But I think I really want to get a good center fielder and like Kutch is going to be like, he's towards the end of his career. I love Kutch and I think he's still got it. Like I'm not really worried about him. But, um, you know, looking long term, like he only has a few years left in the tank for sure. Right. Um, I, I agree. But we'll be all right. I'm not too concerned. All right. It'll we'll be see. interesting. It'll be interesting to see because I think the Phillies have the pieces, dude. Like you said, like just too. build on their bullpen and they could be a sneaky good team. Yeah. And I think we can because, like, we're not going to bring Didi back. So, like, that's going to free up some cap space to bring somebody in. Yeah. Fire me up, dude. And we'll see what what it's like with like Torres and fucking Segura as our shortstop second base kind of middle infield. We'll see if Torres can like be a full-time MLB starter. I was gonna say, what did he kind of play like that utility guy for you for you guys? Well, because like, Didi, Didi was hurt for a while. Didi was out for so long. So was yeah, he like you're just so then, guy? so then Torres like came in for him and then he was great. So like, all right, whatever. We'll have we have a few players that we can now rotate between shortstop and second. Um, depending on if DD's gonna play, depending on his health, you know what I mean? All right. So I mean, I, but Torres was great. He was like, he's never gonna light it up in the stat sheet, like his, but just like clutch timely hitting. Like you need oh, somebody, dude. Yeah, he's he's like very Derek Jeter-esque with his hitting. Like yeah. he's not afraid to slap the ball the other way. No, dunk it over he just let me head, let like, me get a base hit. Let me let me move the runner. Right, just gets, dude. Get, or just gets let, on let base. me get my cell phone base so that somebody else can hit me in. Right, like right. He's 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 great. I think he's a lot better than his you know pure stat sheet will show. Um, yeah, well, he doesn't really have like a full year as a starter under his belt yet. So nah. like his his stats are kind of skewed. But yeah, yeah, kind of. I, I see what you're saying. Um, but we'll roll on to the Premier League. This this week, match week twelve, Chelsea win. They beat Leicester three 0 Man, you lose four one to Watford, and Old Gunner gets sacked. Liverpool, Liverpool smoked Arsenal 4 yeah. 0. Tottenham get a win against Leeds. It was a dramatic comeback. I was the Sunday night or Sunday afternoon, the later game, like right before NFL kickoff. And I had 1130. it on. Um, I had it on, and it was 1 0 Leeds. Tottenham scored in like the 70 something, and then they scored again in like the 86 to go up 2 1. Um, mm-hmm. City won Sunday morning 3 0 over Everton. So it's still Chelsea, City, Liverpool at the top. Um, but I mean, Man United stink. Old Gunner, see ya. See you later. See um, you later, stinky. Whatever. I think Owen was telling me he thinks Chelsea's gonna win the league. He's a Chelsea fan. But like, I feel like it takes a lot to admit that. You know what I mean? Like to say like confidently, like, yeah, like I think they have a good shot to win the league. Like, I never think City are gonna win the league. And they've been I mean, favorite. yeah, it's still it's still very early, too. Yeah, it is. It is. I think he just likes the way that they're playing. They got a good style, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, in soccer, still, that only holds for so long, though. We're only fucking 12 games into a fucking 38-game season. Right, right. Yeah, owns a fucking dipshit. City are winning the league. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't let the Arsenal boys get hot. They were hot until they got shitted on by Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, they or got by Liverpool, I mean. By Liverpool. 
Yeah, they were I mean, plus one and a half, and I was thinking about taking that, and I was like, nah, I'm gonna stay away from it because I don't really like betting on soccer that much. And then yeah, good yeah. thing I didn't yeah, get good, smoked. I was gonna say, um, Sergio Aguero, dude, done forever. I saw that, bro. That's sad. Yeah, out of like it sucks to go out that way. Yeah, um, he has some heart complications over the past month or so that have the doctors pretty much said, yeah, dude, you can't play ever again. Um. My conspiracy theorist says that it was vaccine related because there's vaccine issues with there's like heart problems with the side effect of vaccine issues. And they say like minor heart problems, but like what's that's a minor so heart problem? Yeah, that's dude? so broad. Can a heart problem be minor? I don't think so. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah whatever. That's, it's that's it true. sucks. Aguero is one of the best to ever do it, bro. I'll go down in history saying he's the most underrated Premier League underrated player, of all, player time. of all time, dude. Yeah, I 100% he, agree. He has like all the records for goal scoring in the Premier League, most of them, right, dude? And, th- and think of Thierry Henry, like when, yeah. when you say his name, like in the Premier League, like everybody you ask is it's like, oh my god, that's like, an absolute legend. Yeah, Aguero has like more goals, more goals by a foreign. Aguero has the most go- goals by a foreign player. It's like there's some Englishmen that have. Has the most. Had has the most. Probably like Alan Shearer, but like, yeah, that's different. Um, but like more than Thierry Henry, he's French born. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, he has the most hat tricks of all time. He has the most goals for one club of all time. Um, he has like a bunch of like maybe like most goals in a season. He has like a bunch of like records in the Premier League. Stud, absolute stud. Um, Nobody talks about it. Nah, he doesn't get like that Premier League love, bro. He's not a Premier League legend of people, but he really is. Um. I I know that I'm not supposed to know what I'm getting for Christmas, but there's this one jersey that I really fucking wanted, and I found it in my size on one site after looking for a long time. And I was like, Lex, can you buy this for me right now if I send you the link? And she was like, yes, I can. She was like, you're not supposed to know what I'm getting for Christmas, but yes, I can. Um, <laughs> it's last year's third kit. It's like the white slash like cream, but then it has like pink and blue like half circles in them. Oh yeah, it's fucking sick, and it's an Aguero kit. That's fire. Yeah, um, I'm very hype about that about that jersey because I've been wanting. Dude, the thing's fucking dope. Um, I've been wanting it. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna be it's gonna be like a rare jersey in a few years too. Yeah, dude, the third kit from Aguero's last season as a Man City player. Yeah, last full season because I only played a few months for Barca. Yeah, that's dope. I'm excited about that. Um. Is that, got, gonna, is that one you're going to wear or you're going to – No, yeah, I'll wear it. Frame. Yeah? I'll wear it. I mean, I wear all my jerseys. I don't wear them a lot, though, so like, they all stay nice. Yeah. I wouldn't frame it unless I, I got it autographed somehow. Oh, true. We'll that see. Maybe, kind of maybe cool. I can get Young Surge, see if he can autograph this bitch. I'll ask him when to get it out of the hospital, though. Yeah, we'll have him on the pod and be like, yo, if we send you this jersey, can you sign it? Yeah. I'm um, sure he'll say yes. Uh, Chris Long was saying on his podcast, he was like, everybody wants to sign jersey, but they don't realize that I have to buy the $120 jersey and then sign it and give it to you. Like, it's not, I don't just get these jerseys for free. Like, that's not how it works. He doesn't even play in the NFL anymore. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Like, I feel like I would feel so weird asking for an actual signed jersey. I would just like, here, can you sign my jersey? Yeah. Like, I, I actually, this jersey. Can you sign it? I have a jersey list on like the notes in my phone of like all the jerseys that I want. Um, so I, I shared it with Lex and I shared it with my mom. I was like, look, if you guys don't know what they got me for Christmas, pick from this list. Um, so I, <laughs> I, got, I got Chris Long on there. Um, 
I want to get one of his with the Super Bowl uh, badge if I can. Yeah, with the patch. Yeah, yeah. That's fresh. The patches are always nice. Um, I actually just got a uh, Hall of Fame inductee Derek Jeter one with the patch mm, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw I that have, and almost creamed. I have some city ones that have dope patches on them. Um, but those are all that I got for like thirty bucks from a sketchy website. Yeah, but they look dope. I mean, that's that's the best way to go, honestly. Especially yeah, if you're not like. Like the like my jerseys that I pay like or I spend like real jersey money on like um very few like two or three I'm like I want this jersey specifically because it's like my one of my favorites of all time and I want it to be real so I'll get that yeah but yeah and every other jersey is like twenty dollars twenty five dollars yeah. off of AliExpress or some shit my my Claude Giroux jersey which is probably one of my nicest jerseys that I have was fake I spent about twenty eight bought it for twenty eight bucks it has a it has a literal strap in it to connect to pads so I can go fucking suit up. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> it's like it's so legit. The thing's so dope. Um, my Wench jersey is real, but I got that as a as a Christmas present from my parents. Um, I have a dope ass real Real Madrid jersey, but it's got nobody on it. But the jersey's dope. Oh yeah, didn't you get that in Madrid? Yeah, the pink one, right? Yeah, I didn't know I was spending real money on. I thought I was spending like seventy euros on it, and I was actually spending like one hundred and ten euros on it. But I didn't know that until I got up to the register, <laughs> and I couldn't speak good enough Spanish to be like, "What the fuck?" I thought I was spending seventy euro, so I just bought yeah, it. just bought it. And went on with my day. Fuck it, I'll be kind of. That's kind of how I was when uh, we were in London. We, my brother and I, we went to Stamford Bridge because he's a huge Chelsea fan. And uh, mm-hmm. we got like the Chelsea away kit jerseys of that year, like the light blue one that I have like the little Yokohama thing on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like I, it was like fifteen dollars. I thought more to get like your name stitched on it, but it was actually like thirty five. Mm. Like when it all came out, and I was just like, oh, that's not great. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, whatever. And that's not even a matter of me not knowing English. I just didn't know like the full fucking difference between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between shits. Um, so as we get into the rest of the doc, we got, um, little Sixers action, dude, 10, nine, eight guys. 10, nine, eight. They've been fucking struggling big time with no Embiid. He's practicing again. That's it though. Um, but so we, we played the Nuggets recently, the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets, with, they're kind of nice. With Jokic, reigning yeah. MVP. And all the yeah. Nuggets fans were like, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are ducking Jokic and the Nuggets. Joel Embiid's got COVID and he's hurt. Home, yeah. he's, with a yeah, fucking, he's got a one-year-old kid at home. He doesn't want to get sick. Ben Simmons isn't ducking the Nuggets. He's ducking the Sixers. He doesn't want to fucking be with us. Ben Simmons is ducking the NBA. <laughs> so first of all, they're all talking this shit about how Embiid's ducking him, even though he's literally only missing the game because of COVID. Like it's not like he's like, oh, I don't want to play. Like he hasn't played in a long time. I'm sure he would love to play. We're getting shitted on. Um the Sixers proceed with a bunch of bums as their starters, proceed to beat the Nuggets 103 to 89. Jokic was fucking silent in the second half. Suck my dick, Nuggets fans. You're all a bunch of (laughs) you heard me. Coming out of coming out of the woodworks the past few years, dude. When was the last time you met a Nuggets fan? Now they're all over the place. When Carmelo was with them and good back in the yeah, day. Yeah, 15 fucking years ago. <laughs> that, that was the last time Nuggets fans existed, and that's the last time they told you that they were Nuggets fans. Right. At least as a Knicks fan, we can be like, yeah, we've sucked for 30 years or probably longer, but. Since we had Carmelo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
yeah, we've also sucked ago. since we had Melo, and that's just slightly less nah, than Knicks, you guys. The Knicks have sucked for literal decades, dude. Nah, you had a nice little moment with Melo. But there's just – Where you were just, like, so making many... the playoffs being relevant. Yeah, I mean, the, for the, the two years that was. Yeah. That's <laughs> all you need is two years. It's like that's like when the Jets were in the playoffs with Mark Sanchez. I'm like, ah, but we made it to the AFC Championship that one time against Brady. <laughs> Mark Sanchez. It's like, all right, dude. Could you when imagine nobody... if the Jets were in? The... Could you imagine if the Jets won a Super Bowl seven years ago with Mark Sanchez? That would be awesome. Imagine Mark Sanchez is kind of just does like a that's kind of like what Nick Foles did, although he wasn't like our starting franchise quarterback like Mark Sanchez was. Yeah, he was like won us a Super guy. Bowl and then just dipped. Yeah. Nick Foles winning the Super Bowl is fucking miraculous. Oh, the greatest thing I've ever seen. Same. I've seen a lot of great things. Yeah. Backup quarterback winning the Super Bowl on a team that he used to play for, and then he came back to, and he's fucking bounced around. He almost thought about retiring and said, no, nah, fuck it, I guess I'll keep playing. And then he fucks around and wins a Super Bowl? Wins a and Super his nickname Bowl, is Big a touchdown? Dick? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't get any better for a human being than that, dude. No, it can't. That's the best life ever. Whoever whoever's playing this this game of Rory, as these Rick and Morty fans would say, yeah, just, just won the game, bro. Yeah, Whoever you just, just won Nick the game. Foles just won. It's like he didn't go back to the carpet store. He fucked around and won a Super Bowl. Um, but back to the Sixers. We got the Kings tonight. Let's see, the Kings are two and a half point favorites. I took the Sixers to cover in a parlay. I got to stop betting. Um, <laughs> Flyers, not so great uh, since the last time we talked. They lost to the Lightning in a shootout, and they got smoked by the Bruins 5-2. Uh, They're 8-5-3, though, still fourth in the division. A lot of, lot of puck lot left of to play. Um, yeah. Kevin Hayes is week-to-week now. Um, he injured his knee, I think. He injured himself. He's not playing. So we've been getting hurt. We've been getting hurt a lot lately. Sports medicine needs to step their shit up. I'm sick of all these fucking injuries. And yeah. I, I watch too much sports to care about injuries, dude. Yeah, me too. Just make it so nobody gets hurt ever. Could you imagine if you, dude, That'd NFL, awesome. like, could you imagine if you just had, like, some sort of crazy science, like, technology where you, there were no injuries and, like, everybody playing NFL football could be, like, in their brains, like, all right, I don't care what happens to my body. I'm going to be fine anyways. And just go, like, 200% every fucking play. There would have to be That's some, some kind electric of, like, crazy, athleticism, like, dude cell regeneration thing that we could do like that happens like instantly like instant yeah. cell regeneration yeah and you need Broken it for your bones. brain like remember in the very first episode of rick and morty where they put those boots on and walk down the side of the mountain yeah and, and then and morty, morty doesn't and he fucking snaps his legs and then rick's like here let me fix them for you yeah rick goes into a portal and goes like here's some juice and his legs just go <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what we need for real that's people. what we need Dude, that would make so much money, like, just, well, obviously for its reason, but, like, dude, fantasy football, never have to worry about injuries, bro. Yeah, it would be awesome. That would be sick. That would be super awesome. Someone create that. I'm waiting for this thing to come up. As always, I was going to say, are you, uh, are you looking for? Are you looking for what I think you're looking for? No, I'm not even looking for it. It says playing live, and it says zero seconds, dude. Riverside literally lick my nuts, gargle my fucking cock, and gargle my balls. Should I just do it myself? 
Nothing works, dude. Nothing fucking works here. You want you want me to give a, a vocal attempt at it? Nah. Um. Go birds! Go birds! Yeah, dude. I don't know. Riverside, you're just super fucking bang. You make my life a living hell. Yeah, Riverside has just been a detriment to our uh, our souls. Yeah. Honestly. Um, and they won't guys... respond to our tweets because they're pussy. Yeah. Whatever. You just fucking make my life awful. Go birds! <laughs> Go birds! All right, oh. that's all we got. Smoke the Saints. We didn't smoke. We beat them 40 to 29. Um, Great day from Jalen Hurts. Had himself a day. Um, I think... His one touchdown was nuts, bro. Where Which he one? broke out to the right and then fucking oh, juked yeah, the that one guy one. out and the then went out one. to the left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loved it. Um, he said... I think he could be the guy. He could be the guy. You're not that guy. Jalen Hurts might be that guy. Might be that guy, pal. He might be that um, guy. I think he's got to get better, like, accuracy. Like, his accuracy needs to, like, take it up, like, a couple steps. His uh, deep ball needs to improve drastically, and I think his just general downfield vision needs to improve. But I think those are things that will come. Um, like, look at Josh Allen. He was terrible, and then, like, one offseason, he was like, all right, throw another the ball. And yeah. now I'm one of the most accurate passers in the league. Um, I think Jalen Hurts, like, needs to have an offseason like that. Um, but, I mean, if you look at his legs, dude, it's fucking a, a miraculous what he's been doing. He's got eight rushing touchdowns this season, yeah, which is dude, the most it- among QBs. Bro, he's like our leading rusher every single game. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think that we need to kind of like maybe like Nick Sirianni is going to have to change his offense because Nick Sirianni wants to have like a West Coast offense and throw the ball. I mean, maybe we got Jalen Hurts. Maybe we need to look more – look at what the Ravens are doing. Right. And we have Devonta Smith, who can be that one guy that we need like yeah. for the deep ball. Between Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard, and Quez Watkins, like – we got good receivers that can get the job. Bro. Right, right, dude, right. Um, and if Jalen does like polish up those those parts of his game, dude, he's like the next fucking. He's gonna be like Russell Wilson esque, bro. Yeah, and just fucking take off at any time and drop dimes. Yeah. If we have that, that sort of weapon, dude, I think the birds are gonna be a yeah, severely dude. underrated. People, team. people are saying that the birds should trade for Russell Wilson. Why don't you just fucking make Jalen Hurts the next Russell Wilson because he has that in his repertoire. Right. And then you don't have to worry about age being a factor for a while. Like, he's going to be healthy. He's going to be our fucking franchise quarterback. Like, And you yeah. don't have to spend money on him, like, right away if you're going to sign Russell Wilson. Yeah, because he's still on a rookie deal. Yeah. Um, But we'll see what we can do. I think I think we can maybe make a push for the playoffs. I think so, too. Right now. And dude, did I said it? I said it on our unrecorded podcast last week. I was like, this, this game is going to be the biggest test of the season for us. We can beat the Saints team, dude. I think we have a legitimate shot at being a playoff team because the rest yep. of our schedule is pretty easy. Yep. Yep. Um, so speaking of the rest of our schedule, we get we go to MetLife next week. We get the Giants. Um the Giants don't scare me. The Giants don't scare me either, but like they can be scary. And like we haven't seen them really fully healthy. And I feel like they're starting to become healthy. Like Saquon's back in the lineup, should be playing tonight against the Bucs. Kenny G's yeah. back. Um, Kadarius Tony's back. You know, Daniel Jones is healthy. He missed games early on with a concussion. Um, like, their defense is actually, like, pretty solid. Um, their defense ain't no joke. That's why I took them to cover the spread against the Chiefs because, like, you know, 
the Giants aren't schleps defensively, and the Chiefs weren't really clicking back then. Um, but like yeah. still, like the Giants are like a solid squad defensively, and I think that offensively they're pretty good. Daniel Jones has eaten against us in the past with his legs. Um, That's true. So I don't know, but I mean, hopefully, hopefully we get we get something good here this weekend. Um, if if the team that showed up yesterday shows up to the game next week against the Giants, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what do you got for the score? Um, I'm gonna go. How close were we last? Uh, we're not even gonna. Nobody even heard our fucking predictions, right? You you said twenty four seventeen birds, so you got the dub. And I said it was going to be 20 to 23 Saints. I was predicting a defensive battle and Sean Payton to come out on top. All right, I'm going to go. So obviously, Honestly, none of us were close because we the birds put up 40. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to go 31-10, birds. Oh, okay. Not very close, huh? Nope. I'm going to go uh, 34-17, birds. Just slightly more close. I don't know how to fucking work this computer. I'm using Lex's computer and like her keyboard's different than what I'm used to. But you got the edge on me on weekly guesses after last week. You're seven and four. I'm six and five. So um oh. jump into some fantasy. I got no other football news this week. Fuck the NFL. You guys all stink. Yeah. Jumping to some fantasy, we'll start with our league. Um, without Derrick Henry, we were able to eke out a win. Um, I believe that we played Waldo and kind of beat him pretty handily. Nah, Games aren't over Emory. this week. Oh, yeah, we did. The Amari Exchange. We're up on yeah. him right now, 158 to 91, I believe. Does he have anybody playing in tonight's game? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm hoping that whoever he has isn't going to put up fucking 60, though. Yeah. I mean, we're fine either way, but um, oh, he has Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady shouldn't put up sixty. I don't think. Um, dude, did you see uh, Clay's team in this league? He had Austin Eckler and Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I literally posted in the league chat, and I was like, "Let's see, where the fuck is it?" Oh, I, yeah, I, I said Bishop Bishop Sycamore got a dummy squad. And he responded with a fucking gift from Dave and Gata. So, we them boys. <laughs> His squad goes hard in here, bro. Bro, he put up 160 with Dak Prescott putting up two points. Not too shabby. Jonathan Taylor, and, 53. And his 49. tight end didn't have any targets. His tight so. end, zero. CeeDee yeah. Lamb, four. Yeah, bro, he snapped. Yeah. He could have started Kirk Cousins with Kirk. 30. Yeah, yeah. But, like, why would you start Kirk over over Dak? Dak just had a terrible fucking game. Whatever. All that matters is we got the dub, bro. We're going to move to six and five – or seven and four, I mean. Yeah. So, I mean. Still sitting in the playoffs. Fine with right. that. And Carl, who's in front of us, is going to lose to Clay. Um, but he has more points for by like 40. Yeah. And we might catch him. We might. Oh, no. He still close. has people to play. He's got 137 projected. Uh, He's still got Saquon, Kadarius, Tony. Um, so we probably won't yeah. catch him this week. But whatever. Get us a little bit closer and just – 
Let's just try to stay in the playoff hunt. Yeah, that's all that matters, dude. I don't want to not make the playoffs in our own league. Yeah, that's embarrassing. I don't want to be in the toilet bowl in our own league. Yeah, dead ass. Looks like Bango might get a dub today. Who's who's Milwaukee beers got playing? Oh, he's got Gronk tonight. Uh, so which maybe. I mean, if could Gronk happen. has like a random two touchdown night. Yeah, which see. could happen, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see. And then, so we can't really give an update on the standings because it's Monday night, guys, for us. So yeah, this shit's not done yet. But over in Orchids, our our main league. Me and Johnny played each other. Our matches are done. We both had fucking ragtag squads that we put together. And I fucking eked out a win by four points, 124 to 120. In the last game of the night. Yeah, I had Keenan Allen and Deontay Johnson last night. They put up a a combined 43 points to give me the comeback. I was sitting there, dude, because, dude, so I don't know if you're watching, but the James Conner touchdown he scored, like, in garbage time, essentially, Mm -mm. was, like, I was, like, there's no way I win, like, if if – I don't get any more points because he was my last player I had playing. And then he scored a one-yard touchdown. I was like, let's go. Like, that might be just enough, dude. And then I was looking and I was like, bro, Keenan Allen and Deontay Johnson just need to not have a combined 40 points, like a 20-piece for each of them. And I'm pretty confident in that happening. So, like, I am I think I'm going to be straight. And then it got to, like, 120 to, like, 113 with a whole quarter left. And I was just like, fuck, I'm going to lose this game. And then it got to, like, three minutes left in the fourth quarter and I had like a point two three of a point lead on you. And then like Keenan Allen caught like back-to-back passes for like a combined 15 yards. Let's go, baby. Like and I was just like, fuck, dude. Yeah, they had they put up good bro. numbers. Deontay, seven catches, hundred yards, touchdown. Keenan Allen, nine catches, one twelve. Yeah. Both went off, dude. That's just single hand. And it's and then because- and then I had Terry McLaurin, five catches, one oh three and a tutter. Yeah, you're fucking Wide receivers popped off this week. Dude. And then Debo, Debo Samuel had a touchdown on eight carries and 79 yards. Touchdown and, and a catch, catch for 15. For 15. Joe, Mixon, Joe Mixon, 30 carries, 123 yards, two tutters. Um, Cordero Patterson on my bench. Daryl Henderson on bye. Tyler Boyd with 12 on my bench. Dude, I don't hate my squad. Your team, I, Yours and Carl's team are the best in this league, I think. Yeah, Carl's got a good team. I fucking hate him. Um. Dude, Darnell Mooney has turned into a nice little Well, Carl's got Eckler and Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. And then Justin Herbert, who went crazy this weekend. Yeah, Justin Herbert goes crazy every now and then. Jacoby Myers, TJ Hawkinson, who had a good week. Chase Claypool had a good week. Antonio Gibson. He's going to put up 200 points this week. He still has a fucking receiver to play. And he has – if he started Elijah Moore, he has 30 points on his bench. Yeah. Um – yeah, that's a good week for Carl, bro. That's why he's at the top of the league. I don't like Carl anymore. Yeah, he's you know too what, good at fantasy football this year. Not, you know what he does? Goes he back get, and likes the trade, the trade talk shit. Yeah, it's that's so annoying. <laughs> he is, yo. <laughs> he sent me a screenshot. It was like my favorite pastime is going back and liking like old trade talks from like before the season. Yeah, and like he sent and me like, the one that. In, like, week three, I said I wouldn't trade him, Terry McLaurin, or Joe Mixon for Jonathan Taylor. And, like, okay, yeah, Jonathan Taylor's had five touchdowns. And, like, he's over the second half of the season, he's been one of the best running backs. But if you go to the beginning of the season, like, Carl, you were also asking me to trade you Joe Mixon and Jonathan Taylor for – or Joe Mixon for Jonathan Taylor. You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason that I was saying no. There's a reason I was saying no is because you wanted to do it the other way around. 
So like, That's very true. You're just as fucking dumb as me, bitch. <laughs> you also thought that Joe Mixon was better than yo, Jonathan Taylor. Yo, that's so true. I didn't even think of that, dude. Because he sent me that, and I was like, oh, man. Like, looking at, back on it At now, that point of the like, season, what? Jonathan Taylor was like, Naheem Hines was getting a lot of work at the beginning of the season. I yeah. gave Lex had Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines, and I was like, look, if I were you, I would try to trade Jonathan Taylor and get a lot for him and then keep Naheem Hines because the way that they're using the both of them, Naheem Hines in a PPR is still really valuable, whereas Jonathan Taylor is not really returning the trade capital that you put in for him. Right. And that's like for the first like six weeks of the season, that was like a very normal fantasy football take. Take. I think, yeah. I think a lot of people were like, oh, didn't expect Jonathan Taylor to be sharing the time in the backfield like this. I mean, dude, he's the running back one now. Nobody expected him to fucking do what he's doing. No. But he's the running back one off of having an explosive, you know, from week seven on going absolutely crazy, right? Like, he's yeah. always been great. Like, I loved him in college, and I think he's an awesome talent. He's a fucking stud. Um, but, like, you just, like, looked at his usage compared to Naheem Hines and then, like, just the way that the offense was moving. You're just like, oh, I don't know. I'd rather have Joe Mixon, who was fucking, like, a top running back after the first six weeks, than Jonathan Taylor, who, like, you don't even know if he's going to be the RB1 on his team on any given week. Right. Whatever yeah, guy going sense. at Coral. That makes sense. I think his was just more of a fuck you, I won this trade, but also at the same time you were trying to trade him away. <laughs> right. So it's like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Silly guy. Um, we got it. We, me and you matched up in Coastal Chicks, dude. My team laid a fucking egg. Worst. Oh, yeah, dude. You put up like 60 points, didn't you? 64. Put some fucking respect on my name. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tannehill, 13. Dante Foreman, 5. Damian Harris, 7. Tyreek put up 20. Christian Kirk, 4.5. Hawkinson, 11. Renfro, 7. Randy Bullock, my kicker, 0. Negative 4 from the Bills' defense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough go. Um, Sorry, dude. I had fucking Jamal Williams starting at running back just because I was like, he's going to sneak into the end zone on two carries, and that's all I'm expecting out of him. He ended with seven carries for 11 yards. Yeah, he was good for, like, the first three weeks of the season, and then he kind of, like, disappeared. Yeah, it was either him or Boston Scott, which in turn I should have used Boston Scott just because of his, like, pass-catching ability. But uh, Jamal Williams isn't a bad pass-catcher either, and I have no other, like, that's it for running back depth until Cream gets back. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize I had Cream Hunt on, in so many leagues this year, and it's it's hurt me in all pretty much all my leagues except for, like, two. Yeah, that's the thing with fantasy is it's like the, the thing with fantasy is like during draft season, there's certain people that I like at certain values. And then it's like, OK, you know, I want to get this person later. You know what I mean? Like when, I, when I'm right. in around when I'm around eight or nine, here's who I think is a great value here. When I'm around 12, here I think here's what I think is a great value here. So there's certain players and I have a certain draft strategy that kind of lead me. Like, OK, I'm going to get a lot of these. Like I have so many Tim Patrick's. <laughs> yeah dude they're like pokemon <laughs> um and i had a bunch of um hunter renfros yeah which isn't I, uh... bad now um and like i did have a bunch of jamal williams i had a handful of jamal williams yeah i was jamal williams and cream hunt were my two guys that were like that yeah um and then there were some guys like in the middle wide receiver rounds like tyler lockett i only got one of him because he burned me last year with his inconsistency probably um, a good thing you didn't get him this year Adam Thielen, I think I took him in a couple of different drafts because I like I liked his value. Um, Deontay Johnson, I have him in like three different leagues. 
He's been great every season, dude. Yeah. Like I just yeah. where he, he was going in drafts. Yeah, where he was going in drafts, I'm like, bro, he's got he gets like double digit targets every single week, and it's a PPR league. I'm gonna take Deontay Johnson here. Yeah, he's gonna return that value. Um, Deontay, that was probably like my number one. Like I get him in like the fifth round-ish in almost every draft. Yeah, I'm uh I've been getting burned also pretty much two, three months before our Orchids draft, dude. I knew my strategy was to, or as soon as we knew like the draft pick or whatever, I was like, I'm going to go Tyree kills going to fall to me at the, at the one eight, like that's going to be the best receiver I can get. And then I'm just going to stack it with Pat Mahomes and hope that they just fucking carry me 30 point weeks every week. Cause they've been that team or that offense for the past, however many years. Right. Yeah. And then they fucking, they've pretty much burned me this year. They Pat Mahomes has kind of been a dud the past like four weeks. Except hey, you for, like, still got a chance to get in the playoffs. Yeah, I still got a chance, but like and I wasted, I wasted their my shit first and second draft. Yeah, but I mean they didn't play that well. I mean Tyreek had twenty points, but Patrick Mahomes didn't even throw a touchdown, like against the Cowboys. Damn, really? And like if yeah, dude, if I had just had him have like a normal twenty point week, I would have won our matchup, and that's like the difference it's been for me all year. I've had so many close games where I'm like, damn, dude, Patrick Mahomes or Tyreek don't like shit the bed for me this week, then I win my matchup. That's true. And I'm just like, that's, yeah, that's and tough. I was like, I spent my first round and my second round draft picks on these two guys. And I have no depth because of it, essentially, because of the snake draft. And like, I could have yeah, stacked like a, a running back and a wide receiver and just built off of two aspects. That if, yeah. If you don't get at least running. one running back in those first two rounds in a snake, I feel like you're like, you're going to be struggling at the running back. Yeah, and I had I was for like the first six or seven weeks, so I put all of my capital like on the waiver wire into running backs and like kind of stitching together my running back game. And now I had fucking I traded for Julio who got hurt. Like I can't even put Kareem Hunt in like my fucking flex spot. Um, Corey Davis and AJ Green are gone. Like I only have Darnell Mooney as my wide receiver too right now. Ooh. So like I've, yeah, I mean which is not bad because he's no been, I like Darnell Mooney. You know, He's been the only Bears option pretty much through the year, and it's benefited me. But like, still, I would like to have like another top twenty, top fifteen at least wide receiver yeah. as my wide receiver too. Yeah, I feel you. Fantasy fucking football, man. It's a bitch. She is a bitch. But uh, what else we got on the documente? We got um. The random room hates draft. That's our drop. That wasn't even the drop, dude. I did that one off the rip. That one was good, dude. You guys didn't even know. You just fooled all the listeners, bro. The that was off a little bit. A little bit, but the the random room hates draft. That's our drop. Yes, spot on. Um, Lex said, I forget what we were talking about the other day, but she said something and she was like, the random room hates draft. And then I just (laughs) like paused and I I turned to her and I go, that's our drop. Uh, it needs to be so like a text tone or something. The last draft that we did was um, the MLB awards and who was going to win. Yeah. Johnny won that. You got the NL manager of the year, Gabe Kapler. You got um, AL Cy Young. No, AL yeah. rookie of the year, Rosa Reina. AL Cy Young, Dickhead McGee. I don't even know who it was. Um, you got Robbie, those three, Robbie Ray, Robbie Ray. You got those three, and I got the NL and the AL MVP. So I only got two. You get the dub. Um, so you get to pick if you want to go first or second this week. We're drafting 
four of the best Thanksgiving side dishes and one dessert. And are we doing dessert can be any pick or is it going to be the last pick? Any pick, whenever you want. Whenever you want to take okay. your dessert, you go crazy. Okay. Um, I'll take I'll, – I'll let you go first. I'll take the second pick. You want me to go first? Yeah. All right. Well, for me, it's honestly pretty easy. Um, it's going to be stuffing. Like, that's oh, okay. by far my favorite side at Thanksgiving. All right. Um, all different kinds of it too. There's like the traditional stuffing, which slabs with like sausage in it. My sister, um, she works at a tech school and they have like a culinary group within their school and it's, or I don't know, program, whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. Um, and they do occasion stuffing and Ooh. it's with like shrimp and it has like Cajun seasoning and bro, oh, that it is amazing, so dude banging dude but i mean let alone like stuffing has always been my favorite even before she was working there like just doing regular stuffing growing up i love stuffing don't know what it is i just think it's so fucking good i can eat that shit literally until i yak see i was late to the whole stuffing party i used to not like it and then i was like probably 17 or 18 and i just like randomly started liking stuffing um but i think stuffing is good it's definitely not like the first thing that i would have picked but I, i i would eat it if it's in front of me yeah it's and stuffing's one of those i only have it at thanksgiving i don't know maybe other people have it other times of the year but i only have it at thanksgiving yeah um so for me it kind of it like bumps itself up like it might not be the best side out of everything that we named tonight but it's most thanksgiving it's 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 good plus very thanksgiving so it's like that's like when my brain goes when i think of thanksgiving is like stuffing okay i like it um with my first pick i'm this is my absolute staple of a side it's probably pretty pretty popular amongst Thanksgiving side pieces, but I'm going with mashed potatoes, baby. Yeah, I had that. My grandma makes a banging mashed potato, bro. I mean, dude, they're just so versatile, bro. When you think of a Thanksgiving plate, you always see a big glob of mashed potatoes on there, like yep. on every plate. Do you put they're gravy so vers- on your taters? Oh, dude, I do the whole – I'd make the pool with my spoon. I fill it up with gravy, and sometimes I, I, I strategically place my Thanksgiving plate. I'll do, like, the corn yeah. and the peas next to the mashed potatoes. So, I so can you can mix, mix them? them in? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I don't really fuck with peas by himself, but if you mix them in with fucking mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah, fire me up, bro. <laughs> yeah, dog. Um. Yeah, mashed potatoes are arguably the most versatile Thanksgiving side side dish of all time. Um, and then second for my second pick, I gotta go with. Ah, uh, this is gonna be basic too, but I gotta go with corn, bro. Corn corn fires me up at Thanksgiving, dude, because that's another one you like mix it with the mashed potatoes. Can even yeah. get gravy and it tastes yeah, good. dude. I love corn. Like I love corn all year long. So when it like. Not even on the cob. I just like it like no, no, no. on my plate. Jersey corn, by far the best corn around. Whatever. Unbiased opinion. It's the best. You can't fucking beat Jersey sweet corn. Um, so when the summer comes, it'll be like me and my mom and my dad are the only one that lives at home. No, because Andrew lives at home in, in the summer too. All four of us were living at home, right? My, but my mom would buy like two dozen ear of corn for one night. Right? And we'd eat like, you know, maybe like eight pieces. And then she buy like the next night, like she would just buy like a dozen and we eat like a few pieces, but she just cuts it up, puts it in fucking sandwich bags, freezes it. And then throughout the year, it's like whenever you want like fresh, whenever you want fresh fucking not fresh, but like sweet Jersey corn, it tastes so fucking good. It's like, okay, here, just take it out of the freezer. So like usually come around Thanksgiving, we get like a few of those bags 
empty them. And that's our Thanksgiving side dish is Jersey sweet corn. It's so good. It just hits different. Oh, man. It does, dude. That's why That's why I went. I had to pick it. It's two very basic picks, but like staples, bro. Yeah, big staples. Is your um, house burning down? Lex is cooking. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it is with this shit. Every time she cooks, if she every time she cooks in the house, there smoke alarms going off. Remember the time we no, made only when she UK? cooks meat. If she makes yeah, chicken, exactly, exactly. She makes Remember chicken in the house. Bacon? It steams and it fucking sets the alarms yeah, off. She's what, making sh- steak and shrimp right now. I mean, look, thank you so much for cooking for me. But yeah, she always setting the alarm off. <laughs> Just gotta make a beat out of it. All right, what you got next? Um, so I went stuffing. I get two picks here. I'm going cranberry sauce. Good pick. I think Good cranberry pick. sauce is the number two to stuffing. Yeah. Right. Like one of those, like I only have it at Thanksgiving. Um, I think it's good. It's, I definitely don't like it as much now as I did when I was a kid, but I still will eat it. I'm going to eat it at every single 100%. And you can um, eat the, like even the cranberry, like just straight out of a can is still good. Yeah. That's how we always have it straight out of a can. Yeah. It's bomb. Um, and then I think with my second, I could go a couple different ways here. Um, I'm going to go with <laughs> mac and cheese. Good pick. You know so, what's funny, actually, dude? My uh, my mom told me yesterday, she was like, we're having mac and cheese this year for Thanksgiving. I was like, do we not have that every year? She's like, oh, no, I never made it. I was actually going to say, I've never had it as a side at Thanksgiving. But I'm, but sure, like the most... but I'm sure some motherfuckers do, and it's the best side ever. And yeah, if, you're having it, if, if you're having it at Thanksgiving, you're having it homemade, and it better be good. Right. But yeah, I don't think right. we ever do mac and cheese at Thanksgiving either. That's not one of no, the, the this staples. This is the first year we're doing it, so we'll have to report back. Yeah, I was I was literally saying to Lex, I was like, I don't think mac and cheese is a like a Thanksgiving thing. But she, oh, she actually said that. Um, I think she said her aunt or something like that makes like a good mac and cheese every year. So like she has oh, it every really? year at Thanksgiving. And yeah, I knew saying, and I knew that like some people did, and that's why I was yeah. like, I'm picking it because it's fucking slaps. Yep. So you got three picks left. You're going to go two right now, and you still have your dessert if you want to take it. Um, all right. I'm going to go – I'm going to say casserole in general, but, like, specifically green bean casserole. Okay. Have you ever had that shit? Um, no, but I think I know what you're talking about. Dude, it's like – Pretty much just like green beans with like breadcrumbs, not even breadcrumbs, like the breading on top, like the casserole topping mm-hmm. with like that are like sitting in like gravy almost. I don't know exactly what it okay. is because I've never made it, but I eat it every Thanksgiving and it's so fucking good, dude. It's like I feel like it's it like adds almost some like a quiche. To the green beans. Um, not even. It's like a little bit more loose than a quiche. Like it kind of yeah. just like falls out onto your plate. It's not like a slice of casserole, you know. Right, what right, I mean? right, right. Okay. It's more of just like mixed like gravy, green beans, kind of with some breading and crumbs and stuff. And like it's it's a crunch. Oh, dude. So it's like mac and Fire. cheese almost, but it's fucking gravy. It's like green, green bean mac and cheese, dude. Okay. That's exactly no, yeah, what no, it is. I never had that, but I feel like oh, I will fuck God. with it. Bro, um, it's so good. All right, I'll see if somebody can whip it up this year because I'm not. Yeah, just go on, type in green bean casserole, and you'll you'll your mouth will just fucking okay. Little Same ASMR thing. for you. Ooh. <laughs> All right, what's your next pick? Um, my next pick, uh, I think I'm gonna go dessert here. Okay. Um, I mean, I could go basic, but I don't. I'm what gonna go with my favorite. Okay. I'm gonna go with my favorite. 
Okay. It's Reese's peanut butter cup pie. Reese's peanut butter cup pie. Yep. My grandma makes one every year and it's always so banging. It's literally just like peanut butter pie with like a chocolate um, Oreo like crust. Ooh. And then it's like peanut butter pie. And then you get like Hershey or um, peanut butters cups like scattered on top with Hershey yeah, sauce yeah. and some peanut butter sauce and a little Ooh. whipped cream, dude. Fire. Oh, man, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, that sounds right awesome. Now. That sounds awesome. Um, so I go next. I'll go and I get two picks. So I get my last side and my dessert. So the one for me, my grandma makes a lemon meringue pie, and that was always my favorite growing up. And, like, I don't have the heart to tell her that it's not my favorite anymore. Like, it's just it's like a lemon meringue pie. She's not listening. Uh, she's not. A lemon meringue pie <laughs> is very sweet. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, and it's like I kind of, I've almost, like, outgrown my sweet tooth to an extent where it's like I don't want something that sweet. That sweet, um, right. So since we're talking here, I'm going to go with my new favorite, which is what my mom makes, and it's banana cream pie. Um, oh, yeah, so dude. dude it's basically just like banana pudding in a pie crust with pie whipped crust cream on top whipped cream. Yeah. and it's so good and it just phenomenal kudos to you mom the that texture of that pie the texture of that pie is amazing yeah it's just great um it's everything i've ever wanted in a pie i do i mean i do love a good pumpkin too with just some whipped cream on top like yeah that's I like, what I was I like not say everybody basic, likes but... pumpkin pie but i do like right. pumpkin pie i'd be fucking with Me it too Me too. um there's also uh, this one place by my, like a farm by my place. Um, they do, they're like a blueberry farm, but they do other berries as well. They have this trifecta pie. That's like blueberries, raspberries, blackberries Ooh. in a pie and it's homemade and it's fucking so good. Ooh. Um, but with my final pick, um, I got to pick something here and I'm, I'm torn between two. Um, and I'm not really sure which one I'm going to pick, but I'm going to pick sweet potatoes or yams. Those are like the same potatoes. thing. Yeah, pretty much. Sweet potatoes are phenomenal, dude. Yeah. I just, honestly, another thing that I've never had for Thanksgiving. Like, that's just not really? something my family oh, did. Dude, we yeah. have those every year. Big sweet yeah, no. potato family. So, like, but I know that a lot of other people do, and I do fuck with sweet potatoes. Like, all right, I'm going to roll with that. Right. They're like candy. They taste like candy to me. That's what I've heard. I haven't um, done like the candy yams with like the fucking shit on top. Don't you put like marshmallows on top? Oh, dude, it's fucking. It's like a sweet potato. You split it open, throw some butter in there, and then you put marshmallow and some brown sugar on top. Whew. Dude, we used to serve those at Texas Roadhouse when I worked there, and it was oh my god, dude. I would sit there. I'd eat like three of them a day. Yeah, I live on uh, sweet potatoes and mashed potato and marshmallows <laughs> and marshmallows. A little bit of brown sugar, got a salt bay that shit on. Um, is it my pick? For sure. It's your last my pick. Last you got, pick? Yeah, you got one side left. All right. This is. I don't know if you do these, but we do like snowflake rolls, where it's mm, like I know what you're talking like about. Yeah, buttery yeah, yeah. Rolls with like a little bit of like um flour on top i guess yeah and they're like yeah. you put them in the oven and bake them a little bit dude yeah yeah i'd be, yeah. I'd be dunking them shits and everything swooping in like the avengers bro i'm eating like four or five of those things a plate i shit you not yeah i had i had rolls slash bread on my uh on my list of things that i might pick the one that i was debating between for sweet potatoes was green beans just like your classic green beans mm-hmm. none of that casserole bullshit but just a regular green bean just good old green bean um so what we got here as our final is Johnny San picks mashed potatoes, corn, casseroles, all of them in general, but specifically the green beans, snowflake rolls, 
then finish it up with some Reese's peanut butter cup pie dessert. And for me, I have stuffing, cranberry sauce, mac and cheese, sweet potatoes or yams, and we'll wrap it up with some banana cream pie dessert. So, oh, man, this somebody's is gonna me make so us a graphic. Are you gonna be able to make a graphic this week? Are you going to work um, tomorrow? No, I'm working from home tomorrow, so I can do it. Bet, bet, bet. Oh right, yeah, get us a graphic, dude. Get it on up. We'll get this bitch published ASAP. Or we can ASAP hold off. Hold off games. on the. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we can hold off on on put posting the uh, the graphic. Maybe we'll post. Want. Maybe we'll post the graphic. I'll schedule it or like save it and then just post it like on Thanksgiving. That'll be like our yeah. Thanksgiving. And be post. like, all right, like what's your favorite fucking who who's got the better Thanksgiving lineup? Right. That'll we could throw it on Twitter for like longer though. We could let it go for like the whole weekend. Yeah, we'll do a poll for like yeah, from like Thursday to Sunday morning or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be our Thanksgiving content. All right. Well, uh random Yo, roommates, people. You, you got you got your beer. Let's drink to uh Zoom not fucking us up this week. Zoom not fucking us up let's, this week. Let's go. I'm not convinced that uh, there won't be some parts where we get a little lag action, but like I'll take that over what Riverside's been doing over, to us. Right, big mm. facts, dude. Cheers. Mm. <sighs> to all the listeners at home, we'll see you in a week or so. Travel safe. We'll have some good stories next. Enjoy week your Thanksgivings. Uh, we will be indulging in holiday bullshit. So love your families. Let them know. Uh, give them a big hug. Say, I miss you, dog. Give him a hug. Yeah, nice like little pat on the back. And stuff your fucking faces. Go smoke a joint. Get high as fuck and then munch. Go to town. And, and then smoke football. your whole family in fucking board games at night. That's what you do after dinner. Oh, that's what we're doing, bro. Yeah. My mom, my mom got on the phone the other day. She's like, I got a whole list of games set up. I'm like, all yeah. right, Maggie and I are coming as a team. We're going to smoke uh, y'all out. Is Maggie coming to our crib? My crib? Uh, no, she has to go back to get Boone because she's leaving Boone at her parents' bet, bet, house. Bet. I didn't know. Good. I didn't want any good riddance. I'll be there, though. Bet. Let's fucking get it. See you in a few days. Everybody else, have a great week. Make you a bitch. Peace. Love you.